We continue our reading of 1 Samuel. We come now to chapter 11. There's 15 verses. We'll read them all. Now you remember Saul uh, was this uh, man of worldly qualifications, was made king. It's God's judgment that they, he gave them what they wanted in an unbelieving way. But he hasn't yet taken up the office, and that begins in this chapter. Uh, news comes to Gibeah, where Saul is living, that a town in the northeast, Jabesh-Gilead, is being threatened and besieged by a man named Nahash the Ammonite. Now, if anyone's name tells you pretty much everything you need to know about it, it's Nahash the Ammonite. He's a bad guy. And uh, he first surrounds their town, and uh, he comes before them, and they say, maybe we can come to an accommodation, but he's not very generous. He says, well, here's the accommodation. I'll become your lord after I gouge out the right eye of each man. Because what I want to do is I want to humiliate Israel. Now, this reminds us, by the way, that we live in a world that's not playing games. And if we dabble in ungodliness and we live loosely, we're going to find ourselves uh, facing the Nahash, the Ammonites of the world. And what they particularly want is to bring a disgrace to the people of God. Well, the people didn't think that was a great option. They said, well, can we have seven days? And we're gonna, we'll see if we can send for aid. He actually apparently lets them. And they send throughout Israel news, hey, we need somebody to rescue us or Nahash the Ammonite's going to gouge out our eyes. Well, the news comes to Gibeah. And Saul, the newly appointed king, is plowing his field. He's not doing anything. But the key to the passage is we're told that the Holy Spirit rushes upon him when he learns of this situation and that changes everything. Now, I will remind you, that Saul is a, a, an interesting example of a man on whom the Holy Spirit comes in a non-saving way. It's very clear that he, he, he's not saved. He doesn't end up saved. He doesn't lose his salvation. But the Lord's making use of him. And the Holy Spirit comes upon him. And you'll see this occasionally in the Old Testament. In this case, that he would be a mighty warrior king. By the way, I would point out, he responds when the Spirit comes upon him with zeal and outrage. And it reminds us, one mark that we're indwelt by the Holy Spirit as we have great zeal for Christ and his name and for the cause of his church in the world. Well, Saul becomes like that. Well, his leadership style is not the greatest. He, there's a crisis, so he cuts up an animal. He sends parts of it throughout Jerusalem, and he says, unless you bring your armies, what I did to this animal, I'll do to you. Some of you work for bosses like this. It's all threats all the time. But he's just getting started, and so they come. They're, they're afraid. The fear of the Lord's on them. And they come, they march to Jabesh Gilead, and they destroy Nahash the Ammonite. Now, the, the offshoot of the story is uh, some of the people go to Samuel. They know that Samuel wasn't happy about Saul. And they said, let's gather all those people that were, who were opposed to Saul as king, and let's put them to death. This is worldly leadership. But Samuel points out it was really God who gave the blessing. It's a reminder to us that God, sometimes God blesses us when we certainly don't deserve it. In fact, that's always true. But there's times when we manifestly don't deserve it. It's a reminder that we should give thanks to God. Every good thing that comes into our lives should be a, a cause for us to humble ourselves and to praise him. That's what Samuel is going to call them to do at the end of the passage. Well, let's give ear to the reading of God's holy, inerrant, and life-giving word, the 11th chapter of 1 Samuel. Then Nahash the Ammonite went up and besieged Jabesh-Gilead, and all the men of Jabesh said to Nahash, Make a treaty with us, and we will serve you. But Nahash the Ammonite said to them, On this condition I will make a treaty with you, that I gouge out all your right eyes, and thus bring disgrace on all Israel. 
The elders of Jabesh said to him, Give us seven days' respite, that we may send messengers through all the territory of Israel. Then if there is no one to save us, we will give ourselves up to you. When the messengers came to Gibeah of Saul, they reported the matter in the ears of the people, and all the people wept aloud. Now behold, Saul was coming in from the field behind the oxen, and Saul said, What is wrong with the people that they are weeping? So they told him the news of the men of Jabesh, and the Spirit of God rushed upon Saul when he heard these words, and his anger was greatly kindled. He took a yoke of oxen and cut them in pieces and sent them throughout the territory of Israel by the hand of messengers, saying, Whoever does not come out after Saul and Samuel, so shall it be done to this oxen. Then the dread of the Lord fell upon the people, and they came out as one man. When he mustered them at Bezek, the people of Israel were 300,000 and the men of Judah 30,000. And they said to the messengers who had come, Thus you shall say to the men of Jabesh-Gilead, Tomorrow by the time the sun is hot, you shall have deliverance. When the messengers came and told the men of Jabesh, they were glad. Therefore the men of Jabesh said, Tomorrow we will give ourselves up to you, and then you may do to us what seems good to you. And the next day Saul put the people in three companies and they came into the midst of the camp in the morning watch and struck down the Ammonites until the heat of the day. And those who survived were scattered so that no two of them were left together. Then the people said to Samuel, who is it that said, shall Saul reign over us? Bring the men that we may put them to death. But Saul said, not a man shall be put to death for today the Lord has worked salvation in Israel. Then Samuel said to the people, Come, let us go to Gilgal, and there renew the kingdom. So all the people went to Gilgal, and there they made Saul king before the Lord in Gilgal. There they sacrificed peace offerings before the Lord, and there Saul and all the men of Israel rejoiced greatly. The grass withers, the flowers fall, and the word of our God abides forever. Amen.